This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It is Wednesday night, February 2nd, 2022. Groundhog's Day, Paul. It is, and uh, definitely not a Groundhog Day type of day at AEW, that's for sure. No, AEW is coming to us live tonight from Chicago, Illinois, who's in the midst of a big snowstorm like the pretty much the whole Midwest at this point. I think that had an impact on the crowd tonight. We will get that, get into that here in a, in a little bit. But interesting show tonight, capped off by a 47-minute main event that saw MJF hand CM Punk his first loss in AEW. Which you said his first loss was going to come to MJF, so. Yeah, I, I've been predicting that for a couple months, so. Uh, in a I way, called Chicago, you called MJF winning, so. So ha- half and half there, we'll go half and half, but uh, yeah, it was a uh, interesting show, I you know, back-to-back weeks, the uh, previous two weeks, really solid shows. Tonight, I got to admit, a little little drop-off for me. Yeah, a little bit. Um, not as entertaining. Um, I know our opening match got changed a little bit, which we'll talk about coming up here in just a few minutes. But definitely um, not as solid as the show as I was expecting. No, I, I thought – I thought, yeah, I was I – was, Expecting more tonight. I don't know if it was the fact that the WWE November releases contracts were officially up today and they were able to go to different promotions or, you know, I don't know. I just expected something bigger to happen tonight than it really did. But but in, in any sense, we did get a big story advancement. So uh, let's get right into it, shall we? And you kind of hinted at it. it. The opening match was supposed to be John Moxley versus Brian Kendrick, who just got released by the WWE earlier this week, I believe. So that all kind of happened really fast. I mean, he wasn't officially all elite, but Tony Khan, they put out the graphic yesterday. He was supposed to be in a match against Moxley to open up the show. Unfortunately, today, some video and audio surfaced from an interview he did years ago, he said, and I'm not going to get into it. He said a lot of different things, a lot of opinions that are in viewpoints that are just not good. And then pretty much off the wall. And 
once AEW and Tony Khan got wind of it, they announced uh, this afternoon that they weren't going to stand by that and he was not going to be on the card tonight and they were finding a replacement ASAP. That replacement ended up being Wheeler Yuta. Of all people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of all people. Um, uh, The the show starts tonight, of course, uh, with JR welcoming everybody to Chicago, Illinois. And then he welcomes Tony Schiavone and Excalibur. After, of course, he's at it's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Moxley's music hits. He's out first. I feel like Moxley's becoming the new starter of AEW. I Every think week. he is. Um, we had that in Hangman for a while, and now I think we're getting that in Moxley. Um, hopefully that means good things for Moxley in the future like it did for Hangman. But, you know, I- I'm interested to see what happens. He comes out, then Yuta uh, comes out. Um, or Yuta was already in the ring, wasn't he? Yeah, no, no, no he Moxley wasn't. He came out, out first. Okay. okay, he did come out second. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I must have missed that uh, that entrance, but because it was uh, the official best friends, not the new Orange Cassidy, thing. not the Pixies, not the Pixies. Yeah, so, music. Okay, so I always get excited when the best friends music hits. I will have to admit, for the, about the first half of Dynamite, I was going back and forth between um, the Purdue basketball game and Dynamite. So my attention wasn't fully on Dynamite. So you might have to carry us a little bit for the first half. I'll, I'll provide what I can. <laughs> but uh, we saw Moxley get control of the match early on. Got in the face of Orange Cassidy. But uh, he turned around and Danhausen was there to surprise and put a curse on John Moxley. Then that helped Wheeler U to fly down from the turnbuckle. The action went back inside the ring. Uh, Moxley went for the paradigm shift, but Uta got out of it. Uta attempted a roll-up pin, but John Moxley kicked out. Moxley began began hitting Wheeler Uta with massive elbows, put uh, Uta in a sleeper hold. Uh, Moxley let him go. Then Uta, then he hit Uta with a paradigm shift, and that was the one-two-three. Uh, what did you think about Danhausen's appearance with the uh, best friends for two weeks straight? You know, he's a perfect fit. But I'm tired of the best friends growing. I wanted to be back to when it was just the four of them. Um, Trent, Chuck, Orange, and um, Statlander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they keep or just adding- Trent and Chuck, for that matter. I mean... They keep adding more. I mean, I'm all for Dan Housen being all elite. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of his. I mean, his T-shirt, brand new T-shirt, is the number one seller right now on ShopAW.com, oh, which saw that coming. I mean, um, he was the top-selling T-shirt on on Pro Wrestling Tees outside of um, AEW talent, I believe, last year. If not, he was in the top five. Yeah. And uh, he's he's very comedic. He's hilarious. Um, but I'm just I'm not the biggest best best friends fan i i don't know i just never really have been and so seeing him in this group i'm like yeah but you're right he does i guess i guess fit in with the stick a little bit so the comedian maybe side. maybe we see him and orange cassidy break off and form their own tag team it could because he i mean for a long time now in the vlogs he's always talked about how him and orange are good friends so so we will see. But after the match is where the interesting stuff really happened, at least in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yes. Moxley's still in the ring. He turns around. Brian Danielson's in the ring. Danielson asked the crowd if they should fight one-on-one. Uh, crowd's going nuts. I kind of hint 
I since this was the direction he was going to go in the promo, Danielson said we should not be fighting, we should be teaming. There's no reason we should have a millennial cowboy be the AAW champion. There's no reason why a dinosaur should be a tag team champion. That made me laugh. And there's no reason why a guy who creates vlogs should be the TNT champion. That fired Sammy Guevara up. He wants a piece of Brian Danielson. He tweeted out tonight. Um, Danielson then says they could change the industry and train others, the up-and-comers. Like he brings up Daniel Garcia, brings up Wheeler Yuta, brings up Lee Moriarty. Um, Daniel t- Danielson tells Moxley to think about it, sticks his hand out and tells um, Mox to think about it. Yeah. Um, he exits <laughs> the ring and walks up the ramp while Moxley stays in the ring. What were your thoughts on this promo? One word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've wanted these two. I wanted these two in WWE to be a tag team. I think they would do great together. And, I mean, if Moxley's doing the whole wild thing now, which, at least based off the theme, I mean, you got a whole new name in uh, Wild Dragon. Boom, there you go. There's your tag name. Where's that put Eddie when he comes back? With him. Start a faction. Yeah. I like the idea, though, of Danielson and Moxley starting a faction with a bunch of young talent. Mm-hmm. Now... I don't think it's going to happen. I think Moxley will turn him down. I think we'll get a one-on-one match between the two at Revolution, but that's just my guess. You're probably right, but I'm going to be hopeful on this one. It would be the second time that Moxley's turned down an offer to join a group in and AEW. And again, you were kind of watching uh, Purdue mm-hmm. play basketball at this point. Don't know if you caught very um, Shield-like attire from Moxley tonight. Yeah, I did not catch that. I wonder if that was in homage yeah, the, to uh, Seth Rollins bringing back the shield gear at the Rumble over the weekend. That was my thought because he had the boots and the black pants on. And, I mean, I know he's been doing the darker pants here lately, but they were a little bit on the baggier side. Um, and he had the black boots on. Maybe it's just his new attire and I just caught it. Yeah, he uh, did. He looked different tonight. I, thought, I think he's looking more in shape again. Not well, that he wasn't yeah. in shape a couple weeks ago, but he looked a lot skinnier than he had and now it looked like he's put on a little bit again mm-hmm. yeah. but, I'm interested uh, to see if maybe it was a one off or somebody else caught it or if I'm just looking too much into it Yeah, <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see where this goes I think uh, this is definitely storyline I mean we've seen Daniel Bryan and uh, Dean Ambrose but not John Moxley and Bryan Danielson against each other so right we then got a recap showcasing the uh, feud between MGF and CM Punk. All, all, AEW always does a good job with those. We returned from commercial break, and Brandy Rhodes is in the ring. I'm like, okay. Uh, Brandy says, everyone is so nice in Cleveland or, or Chicago, wherever they are. Um, talking about Midwest, yada, yada, yada. Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page come out, and Lambert begins insulting Brandy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes says, I don't know why you are laughing, Ethan. The only reason why we hired you was to get to Josh Alexander, talking about his former team, tag team, tag tag partner in Impact Wrestling. Uh, Brandy continued with the insults. Lambert returns with more insults himself. Brandy ends up slapping Lambert. Lambert says um, he figured she'd be in a feisty mood and wanted to fight, so he has something for her. And that's when we see the former UFC fighter Paige Van, Van Zant. Uh, member of 
America top team come out to the ring and they, she attacks Brandy and the AW women's locker room empties and the wrestlers come out to break up the fight. Um, I gotta be honest, the crowd wasn't into this. They were chanting, um, shut the F up at Brandy. Um, here's my two takeaways from this poll. You know, Brandy's great at what she does for AW and in, in the office and everything. She's even fine from dark matches, everything in the ring. I don't want to hear her on the microphone. I'm sorry. No. We've no, been there, done that. I'm just kind of over it. And Dan Lambert, I'm tired of the cheap insults just to get cheap heat. Exactly. The only way I am okay with this Brandy Dan thing continuing, not if Cody gets involved, if somehow Brandy convinces Jade Cargill to join her at least for one match, and we get Jade versus Paige. I'm afraid we're going to get Paige versus Brandy. Well, yeah, I know, I mean, but I mean, it's, Jade would make more sense. And Paige Van Zandt's pretty good. I mean, she, getting her more TV time, I'm all for that. That's fine. Um, I just, I don't know. And, and the fact Lambert brings up the heel and baby face, I, I don't like when they do that. No. They bring, I've always find it really cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Like um, Cody saying, you know, you want to know why I don't heal. That's yeah, one thing. But yeah. for Dan to bring it up, it's just like, dude, shut up. Are, are, is this going to be the Rhodes brothers against Scorpio and, and Paige? That's where this is going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yep. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Because there's no TNT title anymore. The feud that started with the TNT title, it's not there. So what are they going to do now? They're going to yeah. do the Rhodes versus Sky and Page. And we never got Scorpio. Never got a shot at the TNT title, did he? Nope. He was, he was up there in the rankings for a while, and he uh, was supposed to take on Cody, and then Cody got COVID. Well, that was, uh, well, yeah, we, I got. Well, that's when Cody got COVID before the Sammy match. He yeah, was supposed to take on Sammy at the at the Clash of Champions, Clash right. of Champions, or the whatever they call it. not Clash of Champions, but. The Battle of the Champions or whatever. I don't Battle of the Belts. Battle there of, we go. Yeah, jeez. Um, and we run a we run an AEW podcast. <laughs> um, Ouch! Um, Shots but, fired. Yeah, about both of us. But yeah, uh, uh, but yeah. Anyways, I thought Scorpio then would take on the winner of that match, and it never really happened. That's, they reverse gears, so I don't know. It's well, see, I part of me thinks that's where they were gonna go because yeah. you know they set this up that it was going to be Scorpio versus Cody. There was talk of TNT gold. Yeah. And then Cody got COVID and they just swerved it. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. To sum up the segment, I thought it was painful. I was like, oh, that's just, this isn't good. This, I could care less. Is Scorpio becoming another Lance Archer? Kind of feel like it. I felt that way for a while, even though he was part of the first tag team champions ever. But what's he done since? Yeah, he won the uh, Revolution ladder match last year, but then he loses his uh, shot at the title the very in, next week. In like under 10 minutes. Yeah, so. Yep. Yep. After that, we see the Hardy family office having a backstage promo. 
and uh, tells Private Party that he is upset with them for not winning the AW Tag Team titles on Rampage. Andrade Alidolo appears and asks Hardy what happened last week. Hardy asks why Darby Allen has not signed, and Andrade says he is working on it. For anybody who might have missed that on, on Rampage Friday, Andrade and his sidekick went in and asked Darby to speak with his boss. Darby pretty much laughed him off and said, you really think Sting's my boss? And then Darby pulled out a bat, kind of, and Andrade said, hey, don't go crazy, slow down, slow down, and I need to speak with your boss, and left. So I guess we're going to get Darby and Sting into this uh, hearty office, family office feud. That's all I have for that. Just, just my head down shaking. It is. I, I told you I'm against it. I'm against it. I'm against it. Come on, Jeff. Sign with AEW. <laughs> I'm sure he will once he can. But we are going to get Sammy Guevara defending the TNT championship against Isaiah Cassidy Friday on Rampage. And I could really care less. Sammy's going to win. Yep. We then get Malachi Black and Brody King versus Pac and Penta L0M. I was looking forward to this match. Pac came out with an eye patch on. And he tended to wrestle with it, but instead, Pac began the match with Malachi Black. Pac gained control right away and shows that the eye patch was just a ruse to get to Malachi. Um, after the first picture in picture commercial break, uh, Brody King took control of the match. We returned we return from that with uh, Pac still getting beaten up. Pac managed to get away and tag in Penta for the hot tag. Penta cleared Doreen and hit Malachi with a shot, shotgun dropkick. Uh, Pac and Malachi were then the legal legal men. Malachi hit Pac with a raising knee strike. Then he hit Pac with two sliding knee strikes. Pac recovered and hit Malachi with a German suplex. Pac then hit Malachi with a brain buster. Penta hit Brody King with a dive, and then he hit another for good measure. Pac was about to go for the fear factor, but he got pushed off the top rope. Malachi then sprayed the black mist into the eyes of Penta. The referee didn't see it, which allowed Brody King to hit Penta with Dante's Inferno to get the victory. Yeah. It was a um, pretty solid tag match. Um, More mist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think it's a, a almost a finishing, I won't say maneuver or move but it's just part of his move set anymore i mean i mean I'm maybe gonna, eventually they're gonna pay this all off i don't know i'm, I'm gonna butcher the guy's name because i'm drawing a blank on it tajari yeah tajari mm-hmm. tajari there we go green mist that's mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. what this reminds me of now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it started out as this powerful once you were hit with it you were done thing and then it's gonna taper off to be just another move I will say I enjoy watching Pac and Malachi do kicks, especially Malachi. He gets his in. His technique is unbelievable. Absolutely. Absolutely. um, But yeah, I mean, I I knew, I thought the, the house of black or um, Kings of the black throne, I think they call themselves. The house Uh, of black. (laughs) I I figured they would get the win as they should Mm -hmm. being a powerful um, heel tandem there. But um, yeah, I'm still waiting for that third member. Yeah, Julia's coming eventually, I hope. Hey, I'm stuck on Julia. I don't know why, but... I think it's too obvious. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the longer they let it go, the more that's going to lose its lose its steam. But... Well, it kind of already has, in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, because, you know, they haven't done anything with her. No, 
they Solar teased lose it, the, they teased it, they teased it, and then Brody showed up. And Solar lose the Jade Cargill for the TBS Championship on uh, Friday Night's Rampage. So. See, I think if anything, which she put on a great match, um, almost won it at a couple different times. Yeah. Uh, Could have won it. I uh-huh. think at some point the lights should have just flashed, if nothing else. Just a little tease. Right. Just to keep uh, it fresh because we got a they lot of did it and then light. nothing. We got a lot of teases up up um, to when Brody King debuted. So, mm-hmm. and even the Night Malachi debuted. We got a tease. So you're right. That would be good. We then see the Cutler cam. Adam Cole cuts a promo and says he's tired of hearing about Orange Cassidy and he wants more respect. He does mention how he is still undefeated in singles action in AW. Cole says he'll be wrestling Evil Uno this week on Rampage. So, Rampage is kind of the Adam Cole show. Mm-hmm. For right now, it is, at least. Yep. That would uh, be a good team, one, though. It's the Hook and Adam Cole show. Yeah. There we go. Two fan favorites. We then get the uh, women's n- match of the night. Ruby Soho versus Nyla Rose alongside her manager, Vicky Guerrero. Uh, before the match begins, the announcer shows the lead singer of the band, Rancid, um, who sings um, Ruby Soho's theme song. Ruby um, Soho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The song Ruby Soho for Ruby Soho. Um, we then uh, got um, R- Ruby got walloped pretty much by a Nyla Rose headbutt. Uh, then Nyla hit Ruby with a Death Valley driver. Nyla went for the pin, but Ruby kicked out. Um, Ruby's getting back into the match by escaping Nyla's powerbomb. Ruby lift uh, Nyla and slammed her down into the ring canvas. The action went outside the ring. Ruby got into the face of Vicky Guerrero. Um, Ruby takes out Nyla Rose with the future shock. She goes for the pin. However, Vicky Guerrero pulls Nyla Rose under the ropes. Nyla then hits Ruby with a senton and then hits the beast bomb on Ruby for the one, two, three. Were you surprised by this result? No. I mean, neither. I mean, I hate to say it, but no. Uh, sadly, they need to do something with Ruby Soho. She's starting to remind me a lot of Ruby Riot. Well, at least they're protecting her in which she never loses clean. Right. She is not lost clean yet, but she always loses. That's the problem. Yeah. She gets a bunch of wins, and then she gets on TV and loses. Yeah. I mean, she lost to Jade Cargill because of Mercedes Martinez. Um. I think that was no, yeah, yeah. Mercedes got involved, but so Thunder Rosa got involved in that match too. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, that was a TBS Championship match. She lost to Britt, of course, at Grand Slam, but Britt had interference from uh, Rebel and Jamie Hader, so a lot of interference losses there for her. Yeah, unless they're going to build something with her and let her just keep getting these interference losses, and then. She's going to debut somebody by her side or something. That's the only way this goes forward. I mean, it clearly won't be Sarah Logan since she returned to WWE over the weekend. I think it was a one-off for the Rumble because WWE brought back half their women's field was nostalgia acts, and for the men, they didn't do any. So, Because nobody wanted it. Because the... Uh, they released them all. The owner released his own son today, so, I mean, my God. Um, Which he did uh, during the Monday Night Wars, so that's why I said he's not allowed to show up in AEW. 
Well, no, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It sounds like there's a lot going on over there. I, I, I don't, yeah, no idea, no idea. <laughs> um, we then see a backstage promo featuring the the Gun Club or the Ass Boys, as Dan Housen calls them. And they start beating up Jungle Boy, and they go outside to continue the fight. They throw him into a pile of snow and run off as Christian Cage and Luchasaurus appear. So it definitely looks like we're going to get a program between these two for the tag team titles probably soon. Where did Christian come from? I don't know. Somewhere <laughs> in the building. I mean, he just appeared in the middle of the street chasing these guys. You heard I mean, him Luchasaurus, in the background yelling at us. Yeah, about. that's the thing. Like, I hear him yelling and then just... Yeah. Uh, yep. Leave it to Christian. I'm still waiting for the day when Christian cost them their tag team titles. It's got to happen. Sticking to it. Sticking to it. Uh, we didn't see Tony Schiavone in the ring to interview uh, AW World Champion Hangman Adam Page, which feels like it's been a while since we've seen him on TV, and though it's only been like a week or two. Um, Tony yep. begins promoting next week's Texas Death Match against Lance Archer. First, Adam talks about how he is ready to fight. He knows Lance wants a Texas death match, but he doesn't really care. Uh, then we get Dan Lambert and Jake the Snake Roberts coming out, and they start insulting insulting Paige. Finally, Lance Archer appears, and he and Paige end up fighting. Archer gets the best of Paige after taking two chair shots and, and throwing Paige through a table. Yeah. Um, is Dark Order going to join Hangman out at the ring to you know help against these two? Where's Dark Order been on TV? Um, based off of BTE, my guess is Colt's injured, so he's off. Yeah. And then the storyline with Daniel Bryan and where, or, yeah, Brian you know. Danielson. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, where he injured ninety percent of the team. Yeah. I think that's why they're not there. But yeah. Stu didn't get injured. Stu could come out. Anna Jay can come out and just stand there and stare at everybody. Yeah. And and we've seen Reynolds and Silver on Rampage since the challenge Jurassic Express for a tag team titles. So I don't know. I feel like the group's kind of lost. Sadly. Not lost their popularity, but they're just not really a dynamite act right now. They're a Rampage act. Yeah. And Dark and Elevation. Yeah. They're oh. the second, third, and fourth show acts. Yep. Yep. I think, I think you're right. I mean, I... Uh, one of these days, Tan will have to branch off on his own, see what he can do, because I think he's got the most potential of the group. Uh, five, five's close. And what did we do to deserve getting Dan Lambert twice tonight? Um, I'm all for Jake the Snake being on my TV. I love his right. promos, but Lambert, once again with the cheap heat, saying that the Blackhawks, and then blah, blah, talking blah, about blah, blah, blah. Cleveland going into cancel culture and getting rid of the Indians. Yeah, I mean, just mm-hmm. trying for a cheap pop there. We we didn't we didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> we were forced. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Indians are still alive. Oh, sorry. <sighs> so we much. then we then got uh, Chris Jericho calling out Santana and Ortiz for disrespecting and embarrassing him last week by not tagging him in in their match in their six man tag match against Daniel Garcia and Two Point uh, Jericho demands a mandatory meeting next week on Dynamite for the Inner Circle. I think you're finally right. I think the Inner Circle is finally done. We'll finally get Hager back on TV. He hmm. hasn't been on TV in a while. 
Yeah, I know. Sammy's been on TV almost as much as anybody. Oh, yeah. And Jericho. Yep. Yep. So, I don't know. I just feel like it's time. I I don't know. It is. The, it's been a good faction, you know, almost two years now. Um, but I think. It has I think been two years. Of course. Yeah. Okay. You know, the first Dynamite on TV in um, so October 2019. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's ran its course. Um, I think there could have been more with Inner Circle, but there just wasn't enough opportunity. The COVID stuff got in the way. I think that kind of brought it down a little bit, but I do. I think Inner Circle has ran its course. Let Jericho do whatever Jericho's going to do. Sammy's off doing Sammy's thing. Let everybody just go their own way. Yeah, I mean, they could kind of go, and, and they have for a little while the pinnacle route, which everybody kind of goes their own way. And then last week we saw the pinnacle together for the first time in months as a whole yeah. when they're beating up CM Punk. But pinnacle, uh, pentas, all these pinnacle sty- style things. I was trying to think of the name that uh, they filed for that, uh, what's his face brought up for the new name for the elite? Uh, Paragon? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's where I was going with that, but I couldn't think of Paragon at the time. So For the Undisputed Era? Yeah. yeah. The Elite. Yeah. 2.0. Yeah. No, uh, besides Adam Cole, no members of the Elite on the night. No, and uh, Butler was on, well, you know, behind the camera. Yeah, camera time. Mm-hmm. We then saw a video package showing how the Jay Lethal and Ricky Starks feud began. Excalibur begins going over this week's AW Rampage, which those two are are got to be uh, brawling for the um, um, FW, FTW, F- FTW FTW World Title, FTW Title. Yep, mm-hmm. we are struggling tonight. <laughs> snow, it's yes. been a snow day. My yes. brain doesn't work right. Then we uh, get the main event, and this this started with entrances at nine thirteen p.m. Eastern time. I'm like, there's no way this match is going to go to the 47 minutes. There's got to be more to it. Well, prove me wrong. wrong. Prove me wrong. And this was a pretty much an instant classic match. A story of two halves, if you will. The first half of the match saw um, CM Punk really dominate for majority of the first half until um, MGF put something underneath his elbow pad. He couldn't really tell what it was, but whatever it was, he was using it to choke out CM Punk, which that's what happened. Bryce Renberg picks up CM Punk's arm three different times, and it hits the mat three different times. He counts counts him out cold, but then when he raises CM Punk's arm, out falls the tape that CM Punk was using. Renberg then restarts the match, which this cracked me up. All of a sudden, Punk goes from being out cold to... Having like a superpower. Mm-hmm. It's CM Punk. What do you expect? Uh, then in the majority of the second half, MGF had control of the match. So it was kind of a tale of two halves, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a bunch of big spots. Uh, Punk's really getting beat up. CM Punk's really working on, or MGF's really working on CM Punk's left knee. We saw Punk hit a, Pepsi Plunge, which JR said he hasn't used that move in 17 years. I'd never seen it. Neither did I. 
Um, but that that's when MGF rolled out of the ring after uh, Punk hit that. Punk sold a potential knee injury. MGF goes for a tombstone pile driver. Punk reverses it, and now MGF counters it with a pin attempt. Punk hits MGF with a high knee high, a heel kick. Uh, Punk hit MGF with a big elbow drop from the top rope, which I didn't think he was going to hit in time because he was really taking his sweet time because of his injured knee. MGF and Punk are on the outside, and Wardlow comes down. The whole crowd's kind of, ooh, what's Wardlow going to do? What's Wardlow going to do? He gets in the face of CM Punk. Referee's watching Wardlow intensely. However, Wardlow just backs away, and nobody sees that. Wardlow passes off the dynamite diamond ring to MGF. MGF gets back into the ring. CM Punk and the referee are distracted by Wardlow getting up on the apron, allowing MGF to hit Punk with the ring and knocking him out for the 1-2-3 in the victory as MGF hands CM Punk his first loss in AEW. MGF then lays on top of Punk after the bell, and we see him celebrating his win over Punk with his legs crossed, saying he is now the best in the world as the show goes off the air. Yeah, I missed the ring toss too. By the way, so I think yeah, we all did. It was uh, yeah. just a sneaky little. It was. I I need to I need to go back and watch that so that I can make sure I know how to do that for future references. Um, but <laughs> won't get into that right now. Uh, but yeah, I was. I knew that Punk was going to lose. Chicago was the place to have Punk lose. Um, didn't matter who it was. Punk's first loss needed to come in Chicago. That's what we saw tonight, and I'm okay with this. I think we'll see more. Um, I don't think this is over between those two. Uh, Punk's going to bring up the fact that it was a dirty victory, and I think we're going to end up seeing a either a lights-out match or a street fight or um, something from these two. At Revolution, you think? Probably. Since we are about a month away. Mm-hmm. There, this week will be a month away because I was thinking, okay, maybe they go CM Punk Wardlow. We've already seen that match though, with Wardlow dominating the match until CM Punk got the win thanks to uh, MJF. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Punk will challenge him next week on Dynamite. You know, MJF will say, as MJF always does, "Well, if you want to beat." or face me again, you've got to take on. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't get me. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be something. I mean, cause I, all along I thought their first tangle was going to be at Revolution. I was surprised they did it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, even up till start tonight, I kept telling you, I don't think they're going to do the match. We're going to get no. some kind of swerve. But they went through with it. It's definitely advancing the storyline. I'm fine with them not turning Wardlow face just yet, letting him marinate yet a little more. He looked more heelish tonight than he has in the last couple couple weeks, which is interesting. Um, what I want to see is I want to see these two end up having a face-off at Revolution, Punk, MJF, and at some point during the match, Wardlow goes to do something, because, you know, no DQs. Uh, so Wardlow goes to do something, hits MJF by mistake, MJF's ripping into him and Wardlow just snaps and comes unglued, beats the crap out of him, throws him in the ring and punk pins him. I think we'll see Wardlow be in that ladder match revolution for the title shot and he'll win it. Yeah. Because then it's going to become to MJF wants that title shot because it's in Wardlow's contract. 
Mm-hmm. Question is, when's Wardlow's contract end? That's never been stated. Mm-hmm. Never once since he so joined. So we're we're getting there. I, I'm still I'm still saying about double or nothing time in the summer okay. when we get the official turn. They're going to plant a few more seeds, and I, I think it starts that revolution with Wardlow being in that ladder match and winning it. Okay, Which I'm okay with that. I could see a. Uh, Superstar day or wrestler debuting in that ladder match because they like to do that. Mm-hmm. Last few Ethan Page last year, Ryan Cage year before. I was trying to think. Who Ryan was... Cage's was at Double or Nothing, yeah, twenty twenty. But Ethan Page's was at Revolution, both mm-hmm. in the ladder match, though. Right, right. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe a Gargano, maybe Keith Lee. Throwing some names out there. Maybe other people yeah, that we won't even get into. There's a lot of talent out there. A lot of there talent. is. There I is. did see Amber Moon. Um, she's going by another name now. I apologize. I don't remember off the top of my head. She's going to be facing Thunder Rosa in Warrior Wrestling later this month. Yes, I am excited for that. I am a fan of Warrior Wrestling. Um, I'm Athena? Excited. Athena, maybe? Is that, that the name she's going by now? Um, That's just off the top of my head. So. Let me see. I've got Warrior on Facebook, so yeah. let me see. Because I'm sure it's been on the match card by now. Nope. Okay. I saw um, it on Twitter. Athena Palmer. Athena, okay. I got it right. Athena. Yep. So. Athena yep. Palmer. Yep, that's going to be a good one. So Makes her return, so she's formerly of Warrior Wrestling, okay. which I was not aware of. Overall grade tonight, 1 through 10. Mm, I'm giving it a 7. Seven. Um, the the main event, the segment with Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. I'm way off tonight. I'm telling you, man. Snow delays, cancellations, everything. It's got me all sorts of all over the place. For everybody that doesn't know, and, and most of our <laughs> listeners, viewers know this by now. Paul works for a radio station, so very yeah. busy day today for him with all the weather cancellations going on. Yes, and as you can see, if you are watching, I look exhausted because I am. <laughs> but um yeah um there were a lot of good things but there were just segments to dan lambert's brandy Rhodes. i just i couldn't get behind those those two things brought it down for me drastically this is probably unfair ranking for me since i really wasn't paying attention to the first 45 minutes i'm going with 6.5 okay i see i i will i'm okay with that because i was almost right there Almost. I mean, I enjoyed the main event, but that was mostly a majority of what I saw tonight on the show. Um, I did catch the Lambert Brandy stuff that just took took that took it down a whole number for me, to be yeah. honest. Um, Moxley Danielson stuff. That. Moxley Danielson was good. Um, the tag match between the House of Black and um, two thirds of the Death Triangle, good, but I expected a little more. And Penta got the spray, so they're saying, you know, oh, is Penta blinded now? So, yeah, I mean, now we're down to one member of the Death Triangle again. The, women, the women's match was good, but like I said, um, they could have taken off a few minutes of the main event and had a women's squash match on. I, I just want to see two women's matches from at least time to time out of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're getting there. It's just yeah, going to take some time. I know. Um, but, yeah. Um, 6.5, I mean, definitely not as strong as the last two weeks, in my opinion. Wrestler we'll of see. the night. We'll see how next week can do in um, Atlantic City at a very cool venue. So, 
and, and AW Championships on the line next weekend. Texas Deathmatch. So. Wrestler of the night. Wrestler of the night. Um, gotta go MJF. I mean, he ended CM Punk his first loss. I'm and right there with you. Now he's 20 and four in AEW. I mean, I thought about Moxley, but he beat Wheeler Yuta. I thought about Wheeler Yuta because he was thrown in there last minute and actually it wasn't a squash match. Um, Dan Housen for his cursing. <laughs> but really, it's, uh, I think MJF's MJF. the, the easy, easy choice tonight. Yep, absolutely. I agree with you. I don't know how you don't pick MJF if you're picking a wrestler of the night. He came, he showed up, he showed yeah. out, he showed he, off. And you know, MJF, he is fantastic. I mean, he is the best heel in the industry, in my opinion. He doesn't get enough credit for his in-ring in ring work. He's a really good wrestler. He's a really good worker. He's he's just the real deal. I mean, let's talk about this. 45 minutes. Yeah. His longest match to mm-hmm. this point. And before that, it was like 20 minutes. So he mm-hmm. doubled his time, and he still looked good. He sold when he needed to sell. Six years against a veteran of 20 years. And 20 plus, yeah. You, you wouldn't be able to tell by watching. No, no. Uh, commentary said it best. I think it was Shivani. He goes, I cannot stand MJF, but this is a hell of a match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he uh, he's much watched television when he's on. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have him wrestle few and far matches. And, I, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I still think... I he. He will be the world champion at some point this year. Okay. And you might be KOP Predictions champion at some point this year, but it ain't going to be at Revolution. <laughs> well, so. it's hard when I don't get a chance to go for the title because you never put it on the line. Oh, oh, okay. All right. You want to do that? Look, I ain't got nothing better to do right now because um, unfortunately due to uh, some actions that I might have partaken in, I've been banned from FWF. Uh, on the 12th so uh let's do this um let's see let me look at my calendar here i see you're not able all right you know what i'll do it i'll put it on the line next week next week next week we'll find out we won't even be you know i'll send you my predictions uh ahead of time with my confidence points i know normally we announce them here on the show but you know what this is kind of a spur of the moment let's do this next week thing so uh yeah next week predictions championship is on the line i accept and they'll be posted on the socials so make sure to follow kicking out podcast at kicking out pod on twitter and instagram and like us on facebook to see what uh predictions paul's gonna get wrong and tanner's gonna get it right and hashtag and new come uh next week Look, I already stomped a mud hole in one little guy in the last <laughs> week. Do I need to do two? You just might. You All just right. might. All right. I, I, I haven't tried to think of next week's match besides there the Texas Death Match. There hasn't been anything match. really announced, so that's Texas, why I'm looking forward to this. The Texas Death Match. There was one other match they announced. Uh, it was the Inner Circle thing. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was just mm-hmm. that. Maybe there wasn't another match. Maybe I'm dreaming. <laughs> no, I think that's all we've got at this point okay. in time. All right. So I think it might be Monday or Tuesday before the predictions are officially locked in, which will make it even more interesting. So, yep. You heard it here first. 
KOP predictions champion on the line next week as yes. I retain my title. Well, that's some big news and some other big KOP news. We have a merch store online now. Yes, you can still get our t-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. There are some designs on there that you can only get there on Pro Wrestling Tees. You won't be able to get it on our other merch store. Like Paul's wearing that one right there. That's not on the merch store. Not going to be. That's on Pro Wrestling Tees. But our merch store, it's got a really weird URL. So the easiest way to go to it is go on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and click the link in our bio. That will take you to our store. Yeah. And uh, we got multiple different shirts, got, hoodies, zip-ups, yeah. coffee yeah. mug. Thank oh, you. You're I've welcome. I've been saying we need KOP coffee mugs since you're day welcome. one. We finally got yeah. them. And this is just a start. There will be more added to it as time goes on. So it's a work in progress. But we have uh, a lot of different styles of mm-hmm. two different designs. So Yep. Yep. The yep. KOP design that you see at the top of the screen if yep. you're watching. And then uh, as you look at any of our social, it mm-hmm. says Kicking Out Podcast Established 2021. That's one yep. of the other designs. Yep. And there'll be some more coming. I mean, we'll, we'll get creative and fun mm-hmm. with it. There's more products on there we'll get out. But uh, we just wanted to give everybody more of a a uh, choice of, of, of things outside of just a T-shirt. Because on Pro Wrestling Tees, unfortunately, we could just design short sleeve t-shirts and we are kind of handcuffed at what we could do but like i said the christmas design um the orange and black kop the black and white one that paul's wearing right now a few of those designs that are on pro wrestling tees you won't be able to get on our store yep there's a white and black version of this one and then there's a gray and black version yep um only available on pro wrestling tees yep yep so um both links are both stores are linked on the links in our bio. So, so basically so what sure we're saying is make sure to give us a follow on, on all of our social media platforms. At Kicking Out Pod. Yep. You, you took it right from me there. Jeez. <laughs> is, this a, is this a spoiler alert for next week? Yeah, hey, I'm trying to throw the champ off a little bit. I'm getting him out of his rhythm. Yeah, you are. I've been out of my rhythm all day. So, <laughs> you know, we're good. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, be sure to follow Kicking Out Podcast on all social media platforms, like we just said, at Kicking Out Pod. Uh, Be sure to like us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if that happens to be Apple, give us a five-star rating. Uh, Tell them why we're so good. We would (laughs) greatly appreciate it. We're going to move up the rankings. We're going to become the number one AEW podcast out there by the end of 2025. See, I gave it. <laughs> I like that. I was ready for 2022. I was going to say that's uh, the lofty goals there, but 2025, that gives us some breathing room. Three more years. We're good. <laughs> we can do this in three years. Um, follow Tanner Lee on social media at Tanner Lee nine, two follow the best KOP predictions champion in history at Paul Zartman nine, two, one. If you could point the right direction there, I'll do it for you. Yep. Thank you. It's a lot easier. It's on your lower third there. You're over there. I'm right here. There you go. Look at that. Be sure to follow us on all social medias. And of course, join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast as I retain. As we crowned and new and still have a great week, everybody. See ya.